Hello, my name is Emma and welcome to this episode of Legal Perks Tech Tuesday. In this episode, we will be exploring Google, its evolution, its unique selling point, its worrisome monopolization, and its steps moving forward in this currently uncertain world. This is one of the most influential and affluent tech companies in the US. Therefore, delving right into its background is very exciting indeed. I hope that you're as excited as I am. Google's place on the tech wall of fame is indeed not misplaced. It is part of the FAANG, a group of the most popular and best performing tech companies in the US. FANG also includes and is an acronym of Facebook, Apple, Amazon and Netflix with the final G standing for Google. Solidifying Google's reputable place of superiority. Google, in 2018, was listed as the third largest company in the world in terms of market value, being valued at a whopping $766.4 billion. The evolution of Google started in 1998, when it was launched by two University of Stanford PhD students in the US, Larry Page and Sergey Brin. They met in 1995 and started working on a dissertation project on the mathematical properties of the internet. For their dissertation, they were more interested in proving that the higher the number of quality backlinks pointing to a site, the more relevant it is to a specific search topic or keyword. This was in contrast to previous search engines that had prioritised content keyword density above all else. They nicknamed their project Backrub, where they analysed data on Stanford's webpage and then collected and analysed all of the data and added it to their ranking algorithm, PageRank, which ranked websites on the number of times they were linked to by popular sites. This worked well and people were very interested in this entire concept. Therefore, they founded their first version of Google. The students named it Google as a play on the mathematical term G-O-O-G-O-I, which meant a number one followed by two zeros, which represented the large volumes of information they had to sift through to populate the correct search results. They had found and appreciated the term in the book Mathematics and Imagination by James Newman. Amazingly, this large, reputable company was actually launched in a rented garage in the northern California city of Menlo Park. In and throughout the 90s, the initial launch of Google was noticed by many Silicon Valley investors. The co-founder of Sun Systems wrote the students a $100,000 cheque, which they used to set up their own office in another garage. They hired their friend Susan and worked in a minimalistic setting in a garage with a ping pong table and computers. It is no doubt, therefore, why Google to this day continues to have a very fun, playful, upbeat theme for its offices, if this was the original intention of the company working setting. Despite Google being still labelled a test status tech, they gained many more investments, including the huge name Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. Over the 90s, he invested heavily into Google, and this started off their business operation, as they were able to gain more engineers, staff, and marketing professionals to allow this tech to grow into a billion-dollar enterprise. 
In the 1980s, they also moved base to Palo Alto in 1999 to have more staff space and to grow and expand into the Google we know now. However, despite this, and controversially, the founders did indeed try and sell off Google to a number of prospective buyers, including Yahoo and other Silicon Valley tech giants. However, none worked out. In 1999, however, everything changed for Google. They were able to let go of their testing beta tag and started to grow even more. Their initial mission statement was to organise the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. At the beginning of the noughties, Google continued its growth when in August 2004, Google went public on the stock market with share prices listed at $85. This is amazing, considering that shares in Google are now above $1,000. In 2006, Google expanded and bought YouTube, which at this time was only 18 months old, in a deal valued at $1.65 million. At the time, this must have seemed like a ridiculous amount of money. However, it can only be considered an incredibly insightful decision, considering the popularity and revenue of YouTube especially due to dominating the entertainment industry. One of the ways in which Google could make so much money from YouTube was because they could use personalised ads based on search history, etc. to promote a fruitful entertainment industry within YouTube itself, gaining momentum and lots of revenue. Also, in the early noughties, Google created a commitment to carrying out its daily operations without personal bias weighing it down. The founders even agreed on a report to future investors that the IPO, initial public offering, would have no impact on the company culture and quest for excellence. To further show that they meant business, they appointed a chief culture officer to ensure that the employees of Google stayed the course when it came to company culture. However, tying in with this, despite the founders' insistence that there would be no ads on Google, there did end up being organic ad results in a bar along the screen, which evolved to include add-ons and images as the product developed. Google AdWords was launched in 2000, which meant that online marketers could bid for high-demand keywords. This was part of their development of structured data. Google AdWords changed the way digital marketers worked, having come to the realisation that a sound online marketing strategy is one that is based on a combination of SEO, search engine optimization, and PPC. In the 2010s, Google continued to launch many more products and make changes to its search algorithm. They launched Google Instant, which displayed the search results rolled down when you start to talk typing. Not all of Google's developments and ventures were successful, as ventures like Orkut, Google Friend Connect, and Google Buzz were introduced in 2004, 2008 and 2010 respectively. They were withdrawn in the years 2014, 2012 and 2011 respectively. Notably, in 2015, Google and its many subsidiaries were were regrouped under Alphabet Incorporated, a central holding company. Over the years, it has launched an array of products including Maps, Gmail, the Chrome internet browser, and an Android mobile device operating system that is free to smartphone or tablet makers. 
Some of their major introductions include Gmail, which was made available to the public in 2004, which offered more search capabilities than their competitors. Google Books was also introduced, which provided literary works via the library. However, here there were issues with copyright and people downloading books illegally. Google Earth provided a 3D model of the Earth based on satellite imagery, which allowed people to view landscapes and the world from different angles. Google Chrome, a browser to rival all others by becoming the most dominant web browser in the world, was introduced in 2008. It is a large part of Google maintaining its dominance over the tech industry. One of Google's unique selling points is its colourful products and also their product placement in many films, which present Google as an upbeat workplace. This develops their apparent corporate social responsibility as their employees are seen to be well taken care of. In films like The Internship, the Google headquarters was shown as it is, with slides and potted plants, sleeping pods, basketball courts and so much more. Building from the upbeat nature and the prioritising of employee welfare, Google have focused on making their employees happy using a community atmosphere. This goes back to their initial upbeat and laid-back workplace setting of the ping-pong table in the carriage. One of the issues with Google is that they are a major monopoly in the tech industry for web search. They dominate more than 90% of the market in the US, and they dominate over 95% globally. This creates issues as the dominance of Google allows it the market power to push other businesses out of the market. This is an issue for competition economists, as monopolisation is adverse to perfect competition. However, this is a byproduct of the right decisions made by Google, and at the end of the day, Google can't really be punished for winning the perfect competition game of their web search market. This is perhaps their reward for dominating the web browser market for so long. Google, being a tech company, are a company which will thrive during the coronavirus global pandemic as people will assumedly not Google search less due to lockdown rules. Therefore, Google is still thriving and even has some new products in the works, which are especially insightful and shows that they have the future figured out. They have future projects in robotics, including driverless cars, which can communicate with each other on the road, space exploration, specifically on the moon, and the most interesting of all, modular phones, which are essentially phones that you can treat like Lego, as in you can just easily replace the parts you want enhanced instead of getting upgrades every few months or years. This Project Aura for smartphones allows you to keep your phone and simply replace the broken parts or parts you want to be better. Another interesting project in the works are Google contact lenses, which can monitor sugar levels on diabetics, further advancing the facilitation of tech within the medical industry. This just shows that Google are ahead of the curve in not only their dominating area of web browsing, but they have their foot in the door with many tech opportunities creating competition for organisations like NASA, for example. This shows that Google are attempting to and have managed to stay relevant, if not way ahead, in order to keep their monopolising position in the market. COVID-19 might have put a dampener on some projects like space travel, but Google are working, despite the pandemic, to create more cutting-edge future projects to allow them to continue forward in this dominating position. I hope that this tech breakdown will allow you enough background on Google to follow any news related to it.
and I think this will be useful as Google clearly has a lot of their sleeve at the moment, so I can see them having a place in upcoming tech news. Thank you for joining me this week for the Legal Perk Tech Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed this tech breakdown of Google, and I hope you can join us next week for our business breakdown.